here we go. Hey, welcome to another episode of Pack One, Pick One. Uh, it's me, Flynn, and I know that I've been away for a couple weeks. I'll uh, get to that my next episode coming out a few days from now. But long story short, I had a couple of technical issues, which I may have just found a solution to for my podcast, recording video and audio at the same time uh, on the same device. But I think one of my uh, friends and semi-frequent co-hosts this podcast kind of helped me find a solution to that. But uh, this time I've actually got a brand new guest host for this podcast, and uh, we're going to be talking about uh, future Magic the Gathering podcasts that he has coming up, and I figured this would be a great way to introduce him to the podcast world and get his name out there for all of you. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, Flynn. Um, no, it's Charles. Um, nice. And uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, what's uh? So tell me more about your podcast. What's the name going to be? Uh, the name of the podcast is uh. So it's it's between me and a friend. Uh, we're we're we're, we're brainstorming right now. Uh, not the not that the name of the podcast is called Snappy. brainstorming, <laughs> but um, uh, we're thinking of the name Idealic Tutors. Uh, okay. It was slightly inspired off of this YouTube channel called uh, Ristic Studies, and uh, we we kind of wanted a name for um, our podcast to be related to a magic card, and uh, Idealic Tutors was kind of like our, our our top choice right nice. there. Yeah. What are you like a white player at heart? Um, I I or play like tutors because they're strong as shit. Like, uh... <laughs> let's be honest. No, no, no. Actually, there there was a lot. There was a lot that went into picking Idealic Tutor. Part of it was because it was a white spell, and um, it kind of that, that that part kind of addresses um, some of the themes that the podcast will focus on, uh, which is mostly or it is just Commander. Right. Um, it's like yeah. just Commander focused. Yeah. So uh, it's a podcast about Commander. Uh, kind of like I guess uh, other podcasts that uh, are like uh, Game Nights or not Game Nights Command Zone or Versus Commander. Um, so yeah. Nice. So, just you and like another regular host, but, you know, I assume maybe you'll be like me sometimes and have like rotating, like, guests come on too. Like, I've had, um, maybe five or six other people co-host sometimes, usually during openings or yeah. set reviews. Um, I plan to have it be a two-person host, uh, show. Um, it's, uh, between me and my friend Alex. Nice. Um, and so uh, we'll occasionally have like a guest host come up and talk about things about Commander. Um, the, the the podcast actually kind of focuses on a lot of different things about Commander. Uh, it focuses on not just you know one specific meta game of Commander, like, like CDH. Or... Yeah, it, it goes through the entire spectrum from like you know budget tabletop casual optimized focused nice um and you know competitive commander talk about like and on like uh preview spoiler seasons um we'll plan to talk about like you know cards that you know uh to look out for in commander and things like that that see that's actually really cool that you want to cover uh, a lot of topics on it like there's some podcasts that just do like cdh for example mm-hmm. some that are a little more casual um and th- and this podcast even has had a limited focus for the most part does talk about commander and uh I did want to have you I think I mentioned this to you before we started recording mm-hmm. to have you on a podcast or two about commander here um 
one about going like on a very deep dive into uh, debt creation or like budget debt creation, mm-hmm. which I've talked about here before. Um, and then also, I did want to do like a very statistics driven episode yeah. on like the new legends of Ravnica Legions and hopefully going forward uh, other sets like you know really hitting it hard not just you know what decks you think a card would be good in but you know where it's seeing play where it stacks up to other maybe like the new Zagana to the other Simic legends on how often they're used etc etc like very very like in depth with that yeah that definitely sounds very interesting um because a lot of podcasts that i noticed don't really go into that kind of territory with commander yeah data mining is actually really hard for commander i'd <laughs> yeah. say it's it's different you have eda track for that shit so it's uh, a little helpful <laughs> I, I actually don't even so 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 this is really fun because i feel like uh in my so so i've traveled a lot uh uh-huh. and uh like i've had uh like and this, is, this is something that, that, that I've considered when I was talking to my friend Alex, who is the, the second co-host of the show, right. uh, is uh, almost doing like an Anthony Bourdain skit of like just going to like LGSs around the country oh, nice. and then like recording and talking about uh, with like some of the players there uh, about Commander and sort of like what goes on at their LGS and stuff. Because uh, I think that... Uh, uh, the way that the, the the other shows and commander podcasts have done is that uh, they they talk about commander as if their meta game is kind of like the only meta game. Right, command some. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, well, look, look, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not going to bash on any podcast here. Like, and no, to that's, be, we're not about that. Yeah, and, and to be honest, like, uh, this was mostly Alex's idea. Uh, he kind of got this idea. Uh, yeah, where did be, it come from? Yeah, so 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 uh, I've I, I've been doctoring other people's like commander decks and have been uh, providing I guess tutelage uh, in terms of like deck building and things like that, and uh, I, my, my my current shtick right now uh, in, at my LGS and amongst other places that I go to is you're the guy who plays mono white uh, at nice. like the commander stuff. That's not necessarily true about me. In case of anyone uh, yeah out there is listening right Play now, other decks, other uh, colors. I well actually right now I only have like two decks that aren't mono white and everything oh, right. is just mono white. Uh, I I mean like I bet smothering tithe made you happy. Uh, so 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 and, and that's and that's also really funny. Yeah. I don't run smothering tithe in every deck that I have, you, and and that really? actually yeah and that actually goes into a little bit about like what I talk about in terms of like deck building philosophy and things like that. Uh, so uh the like like Alex approached me and he was like. Because uh, cause I helped him build a Lyra uh, deck, or Lyra deck, what? however you want to yeah. pronounce it. And so, and, so, um, and, uh, and, and I helped him with a couple of other decks that he's built before. I think like what, what surprises most Commander players when they play against me is sort of uh, how uh, I play Mono White against them. Like, uh, even from like a CEDH level where I'm playing against like Breakfast Hulk combo decks. And, Those you know, are nasty. And, and they're losing against a Mono White Heliod deck and they're like, you know, uh, how, how is this happening huh. type of thing. Or like, uh, you know, like last night, I was uh, I was playing uh, 
uh, with one of your friends, Evan, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I was playing with a mono white Aloro deck. Uh, so Aloro Ageless Ascent. Wait, mono white? Okay, hold yeah, on. You so. got my interest here. Tell <laughs> yeah, me about so, that. Oh, well, 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 How do you do I'll, that I'll shit? Save, I'll, save it, I'll save it for, 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 for another episode. Yeah, it's, That's, it's a teaser. That sounds exciting. Okay. Yeah, and so, and, and that deck is actually like very like low to the ground. Uh, it's supposed to be tabletop friendly. Uh, right. And, and, and so like... And I think like that's sort of like the thing that I, that I really try to hit home on is that like I'm not trying to be like the commander player who's just sitting at the table to like beat everyone all the time. I'm trying right. to be the commander player that you know plays the commander game. I I aim to win. Uh, in, yeah. in the pod. I mean, you should always yeah. You, you but, shouldn't play to lose. So. I mean, well, like well. Well, that's well, that's also interesting because it kind of that that also goes into like you know player goals as well. Right. Uh, and and I and I also cover that as well because um, that's, that's more topics you wanna. Yeah, because uh, because I think that like uh, one of the things that goes into like people design commander decks, and you'll see this when you like if you do travel around and you meet other commander players, you'll find commander players who are like, yeah, I have this commander deck where like I'm trying to get ten infect counters on myself. Right, not on you, but so, on myself. Yeah, uh. and so and so they they play kind of like a helix pinnacle type of deck. Huh. Uh, and so, or or you'll meet a player who who I mean, like there's that one Reddit post a long time ago about the guy who who played like ninety nine cheaty faces in his deck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And so like players have their own weird quirky ways of winning the game. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's someone out there who's like, yeah, I have a deck where the only win con is Baron Glory. See, but that's funny yeah. shit. That's so, actually pull off. I mean, and and surprisingly, it's probably not that hard to pull off when you think about like mechanics like phasing, uh, right. being used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh. And, or, or or you get something like uh Wargord or Dragon combos out, uh, especially if you're like in the color of like red, white or something like that. And so and and, and, and I'm diving a little a little but, deep but here, but like, cool. but that's sort of to showcase uh like sort of the th- what my podcast is about. It's not a, like I'll I'll go into decks about like really strong competitive decks, decks that like uh are very oppressive, you know decks that are that, that that make you hate it out on the table yeah. uh but i also go over decks that like are others. that are that are interesting you know like a mono white aloro deck or you know um I'm trying to think what else like well it's funny you mentioned aloro deck i had a when i had one my first incarnation of it i had a way to win with um a near-death experience in aloro and at my upkeep, I would do like Lindor's Vault, reduce my life to one at instant speed, and then yeah. went off the trigger from that. Uh, that, that that's interesting. Um, it's like because if they uh, prevent you from gaining life in some way, you just say, "Okay, we'll go the opposite direction and still win via life." Yeah, but near death experience would need so so so. I think there's an intervening if clause in near death experience, so it wouldn't uh, trigger. Alora, so you'd Alora ability gun stack. Lindor's fault um, in response to uh, that. You have near death. There's like, just screwing up in the moment, there's like a way you can like set them up where you um, you actually do it at your opponent's end step too. Because yeah, they yeah, both yeah. trigger I mean, well, on like, it, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't matter that, that you actually uh, Lindor on your upkeep. Uh, as long as you do it at the end step and set your life total to a one, you'll win. Yep, you'll regard, win. Regardless of the Aloro trigger because you could always just stack them. You just the, stack them, yeah. Yeah, it's just that you have to have one life Exactly. Uh, when the trigger actually does trigger, uh, 
mostly is because right. like like I said, the intervening if it won't otherwise it, it just never triggers to begin yeah. with. But those um, are like fun ways you can. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think... like I pl- I play more. Um, yeah, I mean I had a brutal decks myself. Like, yeah, a lot of strong ones, but some like some funnier, some some weaker ones, but. I've been I've been known to play some pretty nasty shit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so so yeah. So Alex's idea about this was that um, uh, I I've been helping other people with their decks. Uh, I've been traveling um to like conventions and other locations and, and talking to people, um, playing Magic and seeing what cards they run and all that stuff and just sort of like understanding their play group yeah. and like the player mentality of like you know. Who do I attack, and you know why? Why am I attacking, or like what decisions am I making for, and all that stuff, and sort of like the and sort of how that affects like their deck design as well, and so all that getting factored in from like I, I've been playing Magic for like fifteen years, so all yeah. that getting factored in from those fifteen years of playing Magic, uh, like uh, when I sit down with someone and talk to them about their commander deck, those are some of the things that. You know, uh, I do take into consideration, like, uh, I'm not going to look at, um, so, for example, I had a friend who had a, uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a Traxa, it was a, uh, it's fun. I mean, there, there's multiple ways that you can build a Traxa, but, uh, it, it was, it was a deck, uh, that oh it was a Muldrotha deck and okay. and the and the guy was, was 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 helping him look through Muldrotha and, and he's like you know uh and he's like I would cut out and prison the moon in the deck and then he oh. and then that guy with the Muldrotha deck later came to me and is like do you think imprison the moon is a good card and it's like yeah I think it's a good card it's pretty good and then he's like then why did the other guy tell me to cut it out of the deck and then uh, yeah and so and so and so my point to him was like okay well why what was the guy's reasoning because. He's not necessarily wrong that that you should cut out prison the moon, and his reasoning was is that the guy had asked him was, you know, how does this get you to the end game, uh, okay. in any way? And then I pointed out to the Madrotha player like, you know, his reasoning is based on a CEDH reasoning, and and yeah. sort of like, and then that's sort of like where I'm getting to him is. Are you trying to build this deck as a CEDH deck? Because if you are, then his reasoning is is valid. If not, then he's trying to give you deck advice for something that's irrelevant to what you're trying yeah, to build. Yeah, but they want to do yeah. it. And besides, like, you know, if you're going to be playing Soltine CDH, just build Cheerios deck. Like, just yeah, you, you may I as mean, well just play the freaking Thrasios Timna and then. Oh, uh, I mean, well, like, so so protein so, so, so there are. That point. Yeah, yeah, there, there are there are different flavors for how you want to build CEDH. I mean, some True. people like playing combo in CEDH. Some, I mean, like I think like most CEDH decks are just combo. I mean, with with the ex, with, with some different flavors to it. You know, there's like just straight up combo. Right. Uh, like I've like, been extra turn, extra combat. Yeah. Typical. There, 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 there are other like uh, variations of that combo where you're playing like with stacks pieces or you're playing with like. You winning by combat or infinite combat and all that stuff, and um, you know, I as playing mono white, I can explain about like how you can actually just dismantle a lot of these strategies, right? Uh, very easily and how vulnerable and fragile they are. Um, and uh, I have a friend uh named Mike who um will probably appear later in a later episode yeah. for, uh, for the podcast, uh, talking about CEDH since he is very into the CEDH uh, game and probably another player named Josh uh, who also does the same thing but cool but like once again 
for the most part um that 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 was sort of like what I've been doing was just on a one on one level talking yeah. to people about like you know okay like what what is the meta game that you're trying to play you know what are things that that your play group likes doesn't like what are you trying to build and trying to like problem solve those things like I want to build so 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 I'm going to preface okay. this as like analogies yeah. like someone saying like I want to build uh a a a Felden deck right or i want to build like give, give me give me like a like like what's your favorite set favorite set uh, a little biased because i started in mercadian masks okay well, it's so, a weak ass set all right, but no, all right. that, that, that's favorite. actually really good what's your favorite legend from mercadia mask my favorite card's not even a legend not gonna lie all right favorite legend then favorite legend in general Whew. uh damn that is a tough one I think I gotta say, uh, I like Narset a lot. It's pretty cool. All right, uh, Narset, the one that flips the. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thinking the, of the chess guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, of of, of uh, Nissa for some Nissa. Reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Narset. All right, so I mean, well, well, there are a lot of deck lists already for Narset. Um, I'm trying to pick like a lesser known. Lesser command. known. Oh, okay. I got a good one for you. Teneb the Harvester, the Absan right. uh, Dragon. Right. Teneb is also uh, okay. So so for 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 most players, uh, Teneb fits into like the, the casual or or, or focused, uh, sometimes optimized category of of commanders. And, okay. And and for those of you who are listening, if like those like when I say like casual, focused, or optimized, it doesn't make sense to you. I I, I understand. We will that, get to yeah, that, especially in that, this podcast. Yeah, and so so there's actually a lot to cover through in that podcast, and so um, that would be a long one. Yeah, uh, and it's actually the first episode, I think. Um, nice. We're we're very we're going to be a very technical podcast, and we're going to establish like a language system, uh, for for people to talk about Commander. What we want to build is a is a way for different play groups to talk to other play groups about commander right. and so that way it seamlessly when someone is visiting your lgs like me coming along and then you know it's pulling out a deck we can talk about like what what do what does your play group want to do because i think that one of the most important things about commander is the fact that the banner restricted or the banned list in commander is a recommended banning right. list. You because still... technically it's followed pretty much universally yeah. it's followed universally but i want people and 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 like you know the 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 community commanders is like you know you can add additional cards onto that list and so that is uh and so i want players to to really feel comfortable about their play group instead right. of like feeling like you know they're 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 being um shoehorned into like one way of playing yeah uh in some ways and so uh going going back with Tenet the harvester you know one of the things that uh like if someone said oh, I want to build to net the harvester deck, um, I can talk to them about like okay you know how do you want to build this deck? What do you want to aim for? What are the things that you want to do? Right, right, and then start curating a list for uh, that person. But um, it, yeah. so 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 Alex was like you know I like what you're doing. Um, I like the fact that 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 like your recommendations don't immediately default to a specific template. Right, and, and so, go different directions. Although some commanders kind of do lend themselves into a template. pretty linear... Um, into linear deck building. Um, some of them do, uh, but 
a lot of commanders tend to have things that like I think that players don't particularly realize. So like uh, like for example, Noyandar. Like if you told uh-huh. me that I want to build a Noyandar deck, right? Well, what is something that uh, uh, that that I should have in my Noyandar deck? And a lot of people th- Terra Eternal. Uh, a lot of people will say Terra Eternal. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, but the like um, one card that that comes to my mind is actually Cataclysm. That's uh, a savage card. Yeah, it's a and very, I love running it. <laughs> it's great because because the land that you actually because when you cast Cataclysm before it resolves, you get an Awakening trigger. And so what people what what you can do with Annoying Dark deck is that you awaken your land and it becomes your second creature, but it counts as your land from yeah. Cataclysm. Right, and so you actually have two creatures in play, and sometimes the Noring Dart player, like because most of the times when people think about playing Noring Dart, they think about animating all their lands. They don't really consider the fact that they could literally just pick the same land again and start loading like three counters for every spell. Voltron that land up. Yeah, and Voltron that land up, then cast Cataclysm, and then you have like a giant beast stick that your opponent will have a hard time dealing with. And say that your opponent is like, all right, I'm gonna cast Swords of Plowshares. You know, you can then cast like Teferi's Response, which is counter target spell ability that targets. Uh, a land uh, you control, and I think it draws you two cards and it destroys um, the permanent if it's an ability. Nice. Yeah. Oh, then there's also a Dark Steel Garrison from Future Sight. Yeah, there's Dark Steel Garrison. Yeah, and so there, there's some like fun wacky cards. You're yeah. never gonna play that anywhere else, but yeah. decks like that. But um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Dark Steel Garrison. Well, so 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 the reason why I like you know getting players to think about these things is right. that like you know. Uh, there are ways for you to like play commander uh, in a way that doesn't require you to like just ramp and draw cards all the time, yeah. but more of like thinking about exactly what did your commander do and uh, how do you take advantage of that? Like, like one, a, well, my ten F, it's a board wipe tribal. Yeah, and so uh, like eight and a half tails, I have an example with that where okay. you run an enchantment called Earnest Fellowship. Uh, each creature has protection from its own colors. Uh, and so eight and a half tails has protection from white and all your other creatures have protection from white and so you could just pay one and turn any spell or permanent into white oh right? yeah that's huh. yeah that's a very good interaction with like ugin the spirit dragon uh where you can just turn your opponent's lands white and then minus zero ugin to exile their lands <laughs> um, that's fine yeah uh it has other like nice or neat interactions where for example um uh, like you could just turn your opponent's creatures white, and then all your creatures are unblockable, and you just hit them for a bunch. Um, Funny enough, like, that's a card you can search up with an idyllic tutor. Yes. Huh. Uh, wait. Just to, just to name drop your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, it hits uh, enchantments, and I believe that's yeah. an enchantment, right? Earnest Fellowship is an enchantment. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, the 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 idyllic tutor was uh, the name itself was was kind of inspired off of. Like I said, white and right. all these other white cards and uh, enchantments is like, um, this is this is sort of like Alex's like big thing because mm-hmm. uh, he I have a deck uh, that that I mentioned about like Hilliard, uh, and he and it's something that that he particularly wants me to like you know uh, to like sort of demo about okay um, Do like a deck tech. Uh, yeah, to, to sort of talk about a lot of the things that we talk about. I think, like, uh, other podcasts and, like, other articles of Magic have mentioned things about, like, card advantage, card velocity, tempo, and things like that. And uh, Alex and I, we, we sat down and, like, part of, like I said, we are going to be a pretty technical podcast. And right. we'll, like, set up a language system, terms, definitions for people to talk about Commander with. 
How do you so, plan to uh, set up a community, like through Facebook, Reddit, Discord, um, like word of mouth locally? I know this is a good uh, jumping off point as well, but mm-hmm. you know, if you want people to have, be having like discussions about it, I assume that eventually you'll have like your own forumish platform of some kind. Um. Well, so I, I imagine like word of mouth. Um, I mean, anyone listening to this can follow me on Twitter. I recently, uh, what? yeah, just started using my Put Twitter. Put out your info there. What is it? Uh, it's at uh, Ilvaldi, which is like I L V A L D I. And so, if anyone uses like you know um, the, uh, the 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 um, uh, military alphabet, it's. Uh, India, Lima, Victor, Alpha, Lima, Delta, India, uh, at, yeah, mm, yeah, just, just right there. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. we'll find it that way? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is there any other, um, social media uh, or presence that you have, like, that relate to the podcast? No. No, Okay, because, no. like, like th- there's a great chance to plug that in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Market um, yourself. Yeah, Twitter, I, I don't, I don't actually use Twitter a lot, like, uh, yeah. I, I only, so... Uh, I made Twitter a long time ago and, uh, back when I was in college and I never touched it since then. <laughs> I, I, I don't even like tweet to anybody, but it was only recently, like I think a couple of years ago, uh, I met, uh, Jeremy Knoll and Justin Parnell from versus commander and we played like a couple of commander games and, um, their only way of contacting was through Twitter. So uh. I just... So I just brought up my old Twitter account, and um, recently uh, I just did some spring cleaning and updated like my profile and all that stuff. So uh, I think I'll be a little more active. Just at me on there um, if you have any questions. Uh, nice. And uh, we'll 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 go forward in terms of like community discussions. But I think that like you know MTG uh, Reddit is fine. Uh, and I think what's funny is that. Um, I I'm actually kind of like a uh, aloof, yeah. Uh, on on the social forums and stuff, like I don't actually browse through Reddit, uh, very much at all. Uh, I check the Magic subreddits pretty often. Yeah. Just for, like news. Yeah, I think I think it could be like an echo chamber sometimes though. Yeah, um, but they're good for like, hey, this product announced it. Here's a spoiler. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're really good with spoilers and stuff. But, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but you like discussions, you're right. Yeah. Uh, very downvote happy place. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> They're very downvote happy place. The oh, main really? Magic uh, I don't oh, even know. Yeah. I don't even know about that. It's just uh, like all the stuff that I see all the times. They, 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 they tend. Um, I am of the favor of, of of not really ruling many things out, but mm-hmm. more of like understanding things. Uh, yeah. To like, they can be a little dismissive yeah. of like cards, like oh, you know, you're not, you know, this deck isn't, you know, supercharged or, like yeah. this card won't see play, but yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that happens a lot with, um, with online stuff. But, you know, I was going to ask what would set your podcast apart from the other uh, Commander ones, but it being very technical as well, um, yeah. I think really would because, you know, they don't always go into uh, the kind of deep discussions that it sounds like you want to have on there. Yeah. And with the travel that you do as well. Um, like, where's the farthest you've traveled just to, like, play Magic or check out playgroups? Uh, I want to say Seattle. Uh, I think at Card just Kingdom. for magic. Nice. Uh, not not just for magic. I was actually visiting a friend and uh, okay. I decided to like score a couple magic games there while I was there as well. So I've been uh, to Seattle and go to play magic. So yeah, I uh, 
like I tend to bring my cards with me when I travel. It's really funny with customs sometimes, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, and so and so I'm and so uh, I I find these play groups and I'm just just there. Like I said, it is kind of like almost like an Anthony Bourdain type experience where I just show up at like a local game store, sit down, play a couple games, um, and and. And like it's not my intention, but it does come like blindsiding some people, uh, cause I, cause and then that was like Alex's big point to me was like yeah there's just not many people who play mono white and commander yeah it's and, really bold yeah and when people do play mono white commander they're not really taken seriously mm. but like I, like like it's it's true like people kind of shit on it a bit yeah yeah. Well, and and I hear that like the command zone. Um, oh yeah, they is, love hating Boros. Yeah, uh, but so, but then again, Boros is the color combination. I hear not necessarily Boros as in like the individual white and red parts of Boros. No, but like the comment itself, right? Yeah. yeah, but you know, I honestly think that like it can be pretty strong in EDH. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and I actually do cover like you know ways that you can build Boros other than just you know beating someone in the face sideways. Nice. Yeah, and so see, I would like to hear that too because I think it doesn't get enough love, and I would love it yeah. to have it get more respect. Yeah, and and we'll talk about all those things on my podcast. Yeah, um, sounds so, awesome. Yeah, so is there? Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover now? Like the floor is yours. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I guess I guess like to some things. Some up, all, yeah. yeah uh, I, my name is Charles. Uh, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Ilvaldi. Uh, and um, I have a podcast coming out focused on Commander uh, with my co-host Alex. It may uh, or may not be called Idyllic Tutors. Yeah, Idyllic Tutors. Please, no one listening to this, please don't steal that name. We kind of like that don't name. Don't steal. Yeah. I had to think pretty hard to think of a name for this podcast. I was like, shit, all the good ones are taken. Yeah, and so I mean, well, we had a couple of others actually. If you want to hear that, like yeah, uh, but what's the other names? Uh, Word of Command, which is in, named after a very famous black spell. Yes. That, uh, some of the best art in this game. Yeah, uh, very detailed. Yeah, but 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 the problem is was or the problem was was that uh, it just seemed a little too generic. Uh, like people might not might not realize that it's actually related to a Magic the Gathering right. card. Unless if you're like one of those old school Magic players. To be fair, if you're listening to a podcast on Magic the Gathering, probably a little deeper in than... Yeah. And and we chose uh, uh, Spare the Labyrinth. Uh, oh. I, like it, was, it was actually like a, a, a card that I liked uh, based on the flavor text. Because the, the flavor text itself, I think, kind of cover sort of like the, the the discipline and thinking that um our podcast is trying to achieve when thinking about commander uh, and so uh but ideally tutor we 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 like that uh we ended up choosing that over those it's um, pretty we, good we might although do... i like word of command i'm not gonna lie yeah word of command is i, I really good. like that name yeah and so, and so, I do like to make me steal it from you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right now it's open. If if anyone at the wants moment, it. yeah, but but yeah, I do like tutors. Away. We we chose that because of of several reasons. It being a white spell, it being a tutor, which is like kind of like the service that we want to provide to people, and um, it focusing on um, enchantments because we'll end up talking about enchantments and how they kind of affect commander. In a awesome. Way. Yeah, and so yeah, so yeah, podcast is about ideal. It's called Idealic Tutors. 
it's uh, about Commander. It's, folk, it's going to be technical, but we, we take it slow and we you know define terms and all that stuff as we gradually move across. Uh, and yeah. one of the biggest name drops I think we'll have uh, in terms of like terminology is this thing called inverse advantage, and we'll talk about that. Uh, it's something I think that, that no podcast has talked about because I literally just made up that word for, <laughs> for, for, for the sake of talking about something that, players are, that I think players don't necessarily think about when they play Commander. Yeah, got to coin those terms. Yeah, and... Um, and yeah. yeah, and so, and it covers all different kinds of commander that that people play. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, before your podcast gets out, depending on um, when you get it set up, I may have you on here again to do a, a very technical EDH episode as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think that'd be a lot of fun. We'll right. definitely try and find time to do that. But yeah, thanks for coming on this podcast. Yeah, I hope that all of you listening found this interesting and that you're going to check out his podcast i am i'm hyped mm-hmm. for it it sounds like it'll be really cool yeah, different thanks, take Tom. on commander yeah so all right i'm gonna cut it short there thank you for listening look out for another episode this week uh we're going to be talking about the usual stuff that i do uh giving some more updates on this podcast like i said i know i've been away for a little while but all that will be explained there nothing bad just had to figure out some things with some recording so yeah thank you for listening